Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now, it's time! If you're Metro, I don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah. Halloween, Taliban, Taliban, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, jump in, jump in, jump in, them boys up to something. They just spent like two or three weeks out the country. Them boys up to something, they just not just bluffing. You don't have to call, I hear my dance like Usher. Ooh. Alright, what's good boys? We are back. Another week of That Showbiz coming at you on a Saturday afternoon, breaking up the little Sunday trend here. Nick, how we doing today? You know, I do like our little Sunday morning uh, wake-ups, but I mean, we had a couple of complaints, so uh, we moved it back for you guys. We, we want you guys to be able to adjust to the uh, to our advice, because we do know it's very important advice, so now it's giving you an opportunity to adjust those lineups. Exactly. I mean, you got to hear what we have to say. We are we are experts. We are paid professionals for a reason. Um, it's, it's tough to match our, our Smoothie King salaries, but I mean, somebody's got to do it. So, uh, so here we are bringing you the, the good stuff. You got to make sure you're on that. So, uh, yeah, that's right. so looking at, obviously we're, we're not really going to do any recaps. I did a little video power rankings, which, uh, nobody said they didn't like, so we'll probably do again next week. Um, I kind of covered most of week seven in those anyway, so I'm not going to waste your time there. We're just going to jump into best and worst of the, uh, of the week here. Uh, Nick, what stuck out to you week seven? Well, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change it up because I won't remember to talk about this next week. But I'm going to start with two days ago. I I get it. I have a bias that comes with me and we don't have time to argue it, but I'm just going to put it out there. My The worst thing that's already happened this week is people trying to tell me that like Aaron Rodgers is some kind of crazy man for what he did. I'm just like a little confused because did he not throw for less than 200 yards and did he not on the one yard line? not get into the end zone. I'm just saying. All right, so I get it. We we can blow me up in the Discord. We'll talk about it. But we're going we're not going to leave it for right now. But that's kind of the worst thing that's been happening right now cuz I'm just kind of confused like this man. I'm not so sure. Best thing though was actually let me go to your worst and best thing cuz I need to I need to narrow down my best thing cuz I've got a few. All right, that's fair. And I will say that I do not stand with you on Aaron Rodgers hate. Uh, big Aaron Rodgers <laughs> fan over here. <laughs> um, so the, the views expressed in this show do not express the views of, of all of us. I don't think I gave that disclaimer correctly, but it's okay. I am a big fan of, of Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, the numbers were not great, but he was also throwing to me and you as his wide receiver one and two. And don't even get me started on Randall Cobb being on that team. Um, but anyway, the worst thing. Now, you know what? The best thing I saw in week seven, uh, we're going to look at the baby league. It's been a tough go for our boy, that guy Jones. But you know what? Perseverance pays off. Uh, he wins in week seven. Huge upset win over TJ. Uh, it's fine. It wasn't the highest point total. Don't worry about it, folks. Big win for Jonah. Love seeing it. Been a tough go for the guy. Losing guys to injuries, it seems, left and right. A um, couple tough weeks in the beginning where I feel like he scored a lot and lost anyway. Uh, but nice to see him you know, back in the win column here and hopefully can, can mount a nice little second half run. The worst thing I saw in week seven, 
and we're gonna just go into a, a quick little barbecue sesh here on on old Matt Clinky. Uh, this man, we're talking about showbiz, and he said, uh, "Oh yeah, you guys released it on Sunday, so I, I didn't listen to it." I said, "Okay, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but fine." Um, and then uh, and then he said, "It's fine. I don't pay attention to the advice anyway." And I said, "Oh, huh." Well, I don't know, man. I think you might want to consider it. Uh, this dude's starting Mike Davis uh, week in and week out. He's starting Corey Davis more often than he should. Um, and then, you know, in, in that conversation, all of a sudden, he started giving me some some preseason takes of his that were just wildly incorrect. Um, all of a sudden, this guy was the biggest Cooper Cup fan, uh, which is pretty convenient. Um and then he, he started talking about, about Ezekiel Elliott. And, I mean, this one hit close to home. And I'll be honest, boys, I saved the receipts. Here we go. Matt Clink, as of a couple days ago, said, Oh, yeah, dude. No, I was definitely definitely going to take Zeke if, if Chubb wasn't there. Definitely going to take Zeke for sure. Um, we're going to go back. Uh, August 27th here. Um, I don't have interest this year in taking these guys at the top. Uh, CMC, Kamara, Cook, Zeke. Okay, fine. I'm kind of with you on the on the top, but then he really doubles down on Zeke here. Zeke has McCarthy, so that's why he isn't a top pick. August 27th. Uh, Zeke with McCarthy is not a guy I want to touch. August 28th. Uh, also August 28th. Zeke is obviously a great talent, but not a guy I want to own a lot of. Honestly, all of a sudden now, Clink thinks he's the the stuff he wants. He wants Zeke on his team if he didn't take Chubb. I don't buy it. Worst thing I saw this week, Matt Clink backtracking. Rant over. I'm I'm genuinely in love with the rant because the the do not touch. I'm gonna add a little fuel, sorry. Um the I would not touch Zeke. That one really did solidify because he kept on saying the top. And I was like, all right, he's saying top four. Yeah. But then he said he don't we were all with it, and then he said, Nope, would not touch. Yeah, he definitely did. Yep, he buried himself in the do not touch. That's that's no good, folks. (laughs) And I mean, hey, nobody's perfect. We all have draft misses. You're talking to the guy who actually, you know what, another rant here, listened to Matt Clink and said, yeah, Julio Jones is definitely the guy. What a great idea that is. And I said, I'm not, I'm not huge on Cooper Cup this year. I personally think it was a Robert Woods thing. Nobody told me that Matt Stafford and and Cooper Cup were having brunch together every day. Yeah, the brunch. That pisses me off still. Uh, but I said, yeah, no, we're definitely gonna definitely gonna take Julio Jones here over Cooper Cup one pick before. So we all have misses, Clink. We all have them. You gotta own it. You gotta own it, my guy. But the best thing is, is that I'm looking and Matt is not starting Mike Davis. So he is listening to our advice. Oh, he's listening to the advice. There we go. Oh, yeah. And you know what? One more freaking rant. You should listen to the advice because you know what? The Atlanta Falcons running back, you should have. The guy who owns him is on this show, Clink. (laughs) Patterson, that's incredible. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right, now the Um, rant's actually over. Back to your regular scheduled programming. Clink, you want to hang out next week? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Actually, legitimately, though, I'll see you Friday. I freaking love that so much. My best thing, it's going to be real basic. But it, it's it was the first thing that came to my mind, so I have to do it. Um, I just can't like. Sometimes we overlook the the very obvious things in life because we just don't want to point them out more than they should. Sure. But I then we we end up not talking about them. Sure. We need to talk about Jimmy's team. Oh my god, they're broken. Points. They're so good. <laughs> 190 points again. Six and one. 
the kid's unstoppable. And like, what else do I have to say? Nothing really. It's just, we need to just kind of shed some light on that. So the best thing is like, I sometimes like, I love an underdog, but I just love somebody that just rules people. And he's just 190 to 190 all the time. Like this kid's incredible. And he, isn't he due for a, for a, uh, going up to the man league? Uh, he is. I mean, he, he was demoted year, right? at the beginning of this season, which means that he's due to come right back up. So, <laughs> so he's going back up. So I I've mean, never I love seen anything like it. This. He is 100% consistently the 11th best person in the league. Consistently. I just, I don't get it because it's fantasy and like, it doesn't work like that. Like you don't have like player rankings. No. Like, yeah. Okay. You could, you could rank players and like, we've had, some certifiable bums in this league, but like even they would somehow like survive or like not fall to the, the man league or like they'd somehow get promoted. Uh, like Liam Stockland got promoted one year. So like, I, you know, you just never know, but Jimmy is consistently guaranteed to be the 11th best person. And I've never seen anything like it. And I love it. I love the trends. I yeah, love it's, them. It's incredible. So, I mean, he'll probably drop, you know, another 180 this week. I'm just hoping. He is. Like he's chasing at 16. Oh, yeah. So, he's just going to drop another 180. Rip to the baby league. Um, you know what? It's going to take us there now. We're just going to do it. Um, if it's if it's cup, then it's stuck. Playing against Mark, Whiskey, and Devotions. Normally, this would be a great matchup because Mark's been very good this season. But Jimmy's too good. So, why are we picking Jimmy this week, Nick? You know, and it's, it's right here. I'll tell you why. Because... Gibson is not commanding the offense because he can't. The shin is giving him some problems. Mm. He's losing valuable touches. So if, you know, Mark's whole game is on the Pat Mahomes, Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson trio, and Mahomes has been a little off. He won't be against Giants, but he's been a little off. He better not be, man. It's getting hard to watch. I know, like in the, the the Dallas offense, they're kind of getting creative with who's getting touchdowns. So Zeke, I mean, he's he's been great, but like you just never know. Uh, Robert Woods is getting his catches taken away from Cup, even though I feel like they're both very similar players, and yet I just think Matt Stafford loves his brunch buddy. And his freaking brunch buddy, man, it pisses me off. Brunch. It pisses me off. And Alex Collins is banged up. Kadarius T- uh, Tony, he's banged up. So it just like he's not bringing his full team. And so without bringing your full team, you can't versus somebody that is bringing their like full team plus another 10. <laughs> yeah, plus the fact that their full team as a team is superhumans. <laughs> this worst player is the Bengals going up against the Jets who will definitely score eight, like freaking 14. <laughs> Literally, it's unbelievable. Or 20, I probably, because they don't have Zach Wilson. They're going to be horrible. Yeah, like isn't like Joe Flacco playing? Yes. I mean, that, just, that makes me sick. Like yeah, Jimmy's going to get 25 points out of the Bengals defense and we'll probably be like, ah, oh, it was yeah. a down week. It was a down week. Chase Edmonds is worst player. Okay. Yeah, Chase Edmonds worst player. Fifteen. I mean, this guy's kind of a bum. Um, yeah, yeah so I, he's gonna be. <laughs> you, you just hit the nail on the head. Mark's team just isn't fully there. He needs Kareem Hunt for this game. He needs Mahomes scoring thirty. Yes. He needs Gibson scoring twenty. And I just don't think any of that's gonna. Well, Kareem Hunt's definitely not gonna happen. He's just objectively not gonna play at all. Um, <laughs> objectively. Yeah. So I mean, Mahomes. I, I would love to see another thirty, another thirty-five out of the guy. I don't think it's coming. They got a lot to figure out over there. Um, only 6.2 out of I feel like just the fact that he already only got six out of Zach Ertz already put him out of the game. Yep, yep. Like, that pretty much already ended it because Jimmy's team needed a touchdown. Ridiculous. Yeah, needed a touchdown. Came close, didn't get it. No. So, yeah, uh, Jimmy all the way, and that's, I mean, probably what we're just going to do the rest of the season on Showbiz. Spoiler alert, yeah. uh, Jimmy, see you at the Man League Draft August uh, 2022. Um, Absolutely. 
Yeah, so let's see. Our second game here. Uh, off to a nice start. I didn't really... Ex oh, never mind. I pulled up the points. It's not off to a nice start. Uh, we've got CJ and Jonah. Uh, Jonah was the best thing I saw last week. I don't think he's going to be the best thing I saw this week. Kyler Murray, only eight points on Thursday night. Robert Tunyon, six points and a season-ending injury on Thursday night. Uh, CJ with 23 out of Aaron Jones. The I think the only thing to watch in this is that CJ scores 160 points every week and he finds a way to lose. Um, I don't see it happening this week, but do you see any path to it happening this week, Nick? I do not. The The way to win was Murray getting 30, and uh, he did not get 30. He got a lot less. He did not Aaron get 10. Jones, <laughs> yeah. Aaron Jones with 24 is like – Wow, that's like that's a huge play because you know his running back situation. It is like it's very very good, but like both those guys, like they're not boomer bust, but they both those guys can get like four for no reason. Yeah, you know, like yep. Fournette sometimes just doesn't get anything, but like when he does, it's crazy. So it's not boomer bust because they usually do, but it's just sometimes you can really get screwed. So with Mike Evans and his trend, I gotta I gotta give him some love. He's been great. Um, Jamar Chase is just ungodly good. Kelsey is sick. Deontay Johnson's even commanding a lot of that offense. Uh, Herbert, I mean, that, that's great flex play. There's just, he he's like, he's banging on all cylinders. So it's just not a place where Kyler can, you know, put out something like that. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think the only thing that might slow CJ down in this game is he's starting two players that are on my team. And to this point of the season, that's generally not a good thing. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Khalil Herbert. So we'll see. I, I See, I'm hoping for the opposite. I'm hoping that because CJ plays them, that means they're guaranteed to have good games. Um, now, of course, you know, again, for CJ, most of the season, it's been have a good game and lose. But I think this week we're finally going to see him get in the W, w column here. Uh, we should be okay. Jonah's team just, just hobbled. Um, yeah. No McCaffrey still is, is a killer. Uh, no Renfro. Uh, he's a nice little floor guy. Uh, Latavius Murray is, is not that good, but it's at least somebody you might feel more confident starting than Miles Gaskin. Um, mm. So they're just, it's just not a hundred percent. And, you know, like we said against Jimmy, if you're going to go up against some of these, you know, Titans in the, the baby league, you, you need a full strength team. If you don't have That's it, right. you don't have it. So got to go CJ here. Uh, let's do, let's do, wow. Why in the world was Facebook messenger so loud there? <laughs> I don't think we heard it. Actually, right, that's good because man, my ears are gonna hear it for the rest of the day. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, TJ and Matt next. Uh, interesting little matchup here. Both teams at two and five. TJ definitely the more successful season so far. Uh, Matt started DeAndre Hopkins. TJ started AJ Green, and they both pretty much had identical days. Seven point six for Hopkins. Seven point five for Green. Uh, Green could have had a lot more if he just like turned his head around in the red zone, but <laughs> here we are. Uh, didn't get that. TJ had to be sick. Who do you like in this one? This is an interesting little matchup. I actually really love this matchup. Um, I think it's going to be like within five or ten. Uh, I will say though, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna lean towards is um, I messed this up last time. Okay, TJ. Oh, I'm, what I'm gonna lean towards is TJ because of my distaste for double tight ends. And mm. I just like, when I see that, I just get a little nervous, even though Noah Font has a way better chance of getting more points than Chase Claypool, for, in my opinion. Um, but I just think 
with uh, the Steelers going to be down most of the game, I would imagine, unless Baker gets hurt mid-game. But um, I just imagine that Cleveland's going to uh, start hot, and I think the Steelers are going to have to keep up. And so Chase Claypool will, will be you know, pretty involved. So I think that's probably my only um, only reason why I would lean a little bit more towards TJ, because I think everyone else is pretty fair. I think the running game is uh, pretty closely matched. Um, Kirk Cousins is going to do uh, big things in Dallas because he's going to have to throw a lot. Um, Oof, so Kirk I, I, Cousins yeah, against I the good defense in primetime, that's a bad combo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it could go really south, but he's going to have to throw, so maybe he can yeah. make up his two picks. But yeah, and I think um, I think the Rams against Houston's a great play. So I, I think just by a little bit, I think I'm going to go with TJ. But I think the projections look pretty accurate. Maybe like a six point game. Yeah, for sure. And and TJ right now has Julio Jones, uh, the useless Julio Jones in his lineup, who again is not playing tomorrow. So he does need to get that one on out of there. Uh, TJ's team this mm. week very top heavy. Obviously Brady's going to score. Uh, Najee's going to score. Henderson's going to score. Rams defense going to score. The rest of them kind of up in the air. I mean, whoever he slots into this next flex, because uh, I, I would Who's assume. It I don't know. I would assume he puts Claypool in the wide receiver slot. And then, I mean, maybe Jamal Williams. He plays Philly. That's generally a safe bet. Um, you got to play? Jamal Williams? Yeah, it looks questionable, right? Is he questionable? I'm on the matchup screen. It doesn't tell me. Uh, questionable for Sunday's game against the Eagles. Didn't show up in the injury report until Thursday. Um, groin and thigh. What's the deal? Oh, that's not good. Oh no, no, no. yeah, yeah. It looks like DeAndre's groin. Sheesh, <laughs> rough time to be a Lions running back. Oh well, that could be really good for Jamal though if he can get on the list. Because then if DeAndre Swift is hurting, he could kind of get in there. Yeah, so I, I would guess then Claypool goes into the wide receiver slot and then he he throws Jamal Adams in the flex. Maybe pick somebody up. Regardless, I I do think it leaves the door open for Matt. I don't yeah. love Kirk Cousins out there because, you know, you brought up the double tight ends. I'm, I'm never a fan. I rip on that every time anybody ever does it. Uh, yep. But at least with Gazicki in the games that Tua has played, he has been very good. Uh, Tua, the last two weeks, has been back. Gazicki has 15 and a half and 18 points uh, in those two games, granted against Jacksonville and Atlanta. So that's kind of a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of disclaimer there. Buffalo. Yeah, not, not exactly, you know, the Buffalo defense over there. I but think, it is true, like he's lining up on the outside and in the slot. Oh, that's yeah. pretty he just, wild. He just doesn't play tight end. That's so funny. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting. Well, I guess it really isn't a double thing. So, yeah, he's got like a wide receiver in the tight end spot, which would be like amazing <laughs> yeah. if he didn't then have a tight end in the flex spot. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I guess with with Kittle, Marquise Brown, and Henry Ruggs all on by it, yeah. that's what it makes you do. So I I think the door's open for Matt. I'm gonna pick him just because I kind of have a gut feeling. Um, I love that. Yeah, you know, I couldn't really tell you much past that. I think TJ is probably the smarter pick, but I'm going to take Matt here, and his team has been doing a little better over the last two weeks, so we're going to throw him a bone here, see if it doesn't end good for us. Um, I love that. That's as I hit the wrong button. Give me a second here as I backtrack and go back to our other matchup, uh, which is going to be Maddie and Steve. Uh, Herbert fully loaded and, and see, see these nuts mf <laughs> 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 I realized halfway through that 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 wasn't going to work. Um, oh, with a nice little eggplant. Can't forget the eggplant at the end of the end of the name. Maddie really went just full 16-year-old for this one this year. Um, really good. Yeah, Nick Chubb back for Maddie. That's big news because this team has been so hurt for so long. 
Yeah, that's uh, right. How do you feel about Maddie and Steve? We looks like we finally have two teams that are getting to be full strength here. This is a just a gorgeous matchup. This might have to be like a game of the week, like runner up. I know this is it's, it's definitely close. Um, yeah. Oh man, this is a good one. Like, I keep on thinking I have my answer, and then I just, I really just don't think I do. But what I'm gonna have to go with here is like, pro- I'm probably gonna go with Steve because, um, what I see is like. Both running backs are in good places, but I think the Giants won't run very much. Um, I think because the Chiefs are so bad on defense that they're going to have to like throw a lot and try and get in the end zone like quickly. Yeah, and I mean the Chiefs' offense, obviously, it's you know it's amazing. So and Giants don't have a good defense, so they're going to be popping off. So I think they're going to be able to throw, and so they're going to. I mean, to who we don't know, but <laughs> I think the Giants will throw. Um, and he, I mean, baby Booker will get a lot of, um, you know, outside stuff. So he could, he really could, you know, blow up, but I'd rather put my, my chips on Taylor. Cause he's just been unreal. Yeah. He's so, had, he's had a heck of a run. Oh really, my goodness. Figuratively speaking. Yeah. I love that. Dalvin <laughs> Cook should be great against Dallas. We, we have a good line, but like, I don't know. Everyone seems to get like a pretty good, um, solid running game on us. So I think, I think they should, he should do all right. Um, but Nick Chubb, I mean, he'll do great against Pittsburgh. My God. Uh, other than that, though, I just I think Terry McLaurin's better than AJ Brown, but um, Amari Cooper and Damian Harris have really big, um, I guess like potential. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Debo Samuel and Moss, they're both more steady. So it it could go Matt's way if the floor hits, but I think the ceiling kind of leans more towards Steve. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go with the ceiling. Um, but I think Matt is a smarter play if you want to go with the floor. Yeah, I think that's a that's very well said. There's a lot of guys in this team that I can see scoring 12. Yeah. So that's like always kind of a nice place to be. Uh, Nick Chubb, obviously, if he's back and fully healthy, that's scary. Booker, has, it's not been pretty. It's not been effective, but he's gotten points, which that's, I mean, right. that's the whole point. He's in the lineup. The longer he can just bide his time until Saquon gets back, the better. Uh, the receivers are absolutely nasty. Unfortunately with them, it's kind of the question of like, are they going to get the ball? Debo seems to get it every week, which is still baffling to me. But yeah. McLaren and CD are, are those like always open, maybe don't get the ball kind of guys. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very interesting. This does feel like a coin flip. Uh, I like both defenses, Niners against Chicago, Panthers against Atlanta. Yep. Uh, great spots. My gut has been telling me to take Maddie, but you might have convinced me to go back to Steve. It's a tough one because Matt has like – a. Just the floor is just phenomenal. Like he's gonna score the points. Yeah. It's just will will Steve blow up a little bit to the point? And I guess I'm. I think maybe the history is also in my head a little bit. It's just for Matt. Sure. I keep on thinking Matt has a phenomenal team, and for some reason it's not. So like, there's got to be something in the water where it's like, the trend is just like it's gonna stay around for a little while. So I think it's Steve. But if you picked Matt, like, it is a coin flip to me. You know what? That's what we'll do. We'll flip that coin. We'll go Maddie. So we'll say we'll go Steve with I love it. Steve for Nick, Alex for Maddie, and we're just gonna see what happens in this one because it should be a fun one to a uh, fun one to watch. Yeah, I'm uh, just rooting for all players in this one. This is a great matchup. Yeah, I just you know really I just hope both teams have fun. Um, you know, hopefully we get a nice top five week out of both. Uh, That's right. Game of the week should be a blast as well. Always love the relative battles. We got Gary and Vince. Both having great seasons. Gary has been stellar minus like two weeks. 
Vince uh, a little bit further back, but both at five and two. A uh, couple trades made by Vince starting to come to fruition here. He gets Adam Thielen in the lineup for the first time. Tough start with the Cardinals D and Matt Prater. Uh, only one mm. point for the defense, three points for the kicker. Uh, Gary also left James Conner on the bench, which was two touchdowns off of, I mean, just a typical James Conner day, 20 yards, two touchdowns, 15 points. <laughs> Unbelievable. But obviously both teams have been very good recently. Uh, who do you like in the in the Cousin Bowl here? So here's my question. I, I, I guess I'm not really well versed in this. Daryl Williams, he I guess he's he's starting. Um. Yes. Yeah. Edwards Elaire is still hurt. Okay. All right. So that that's that's pretty great. Um. Because I was really full fledged on just picking Vince like pretty quickly, and then I kind of saw his flex and I didn't love it. It's I yeah. Well, it's not no. great. I love his top half. My goodness. Yeah. That's a great – because Elijah Mitchell, I mean, I don't really know what to think about him, but he is scoring. So, like – and James Robinson's like the whole offense. Matt Stafford is just – you know, he's crazy. Tyreek Hill against the Giants is a great thing. Stephon Diggs against Miami is a great thing. Kyle Pitts is even doing great. So, that's been been really good. I think it's better than than Gary's, even though Josh Allen, he's pretty crazy. Justin Jefferson's crazy. Derrick Henry's crazy. Darrow Williams, I don't know about. Mike Williams, I do know about. Very My hit God. or miss on the Darrow Williams front. It's always like seven points or 25, like no in between. Yeah, so, but I, uh, man, I might have to go with Gary just because Mike Williams, Tyler Lockett, and Patterson could go off, whereas Devonta Smith, Thielen, uh, this, is a, this is a really good Game. <laughs> it's a good game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Because Dalton Schultz, I have more trust in than Kyle Pitts as well. So it's kind of like... You know, it's it's interesting. I trust Schultz more as well because of the floor. Yeah, the floor is just so nice. And Mike Williams is crazy, dude. And like Tyler Lockett... Oh, uh, you know I what? still you can't... Wanna... Still don't get me started about Mike Williams, man. It pisses me off. Oh, yeah, dude. That actually kind of pisses me off too because I'm like, who would have thought that? Like if I would have uh, known that... Me every season yeah, before this team. one. Man. <laughs> Makes Here's me the thing... I feel like Tyler Lockett and Devonta Smith like cancel out. each other out. Yeah, yeah, because Tyler is just not going to do anything to get with that quarterback. I don't think. Yeah, and you know that old vaunted Jacksonville secondary is is pretty tough to score on. So I'd say so as well. Yeah, undefeated over the last two weeks. Sure, they only played one game, but it's fine. Dude, this is so <laughs> tough. I guess, I guess because of the Cardinals already doing one point. And the fact that I don't trust Devonta Smith at all, and Ty Lockett might actually outscore him, I, I really, I think I'm just gonna go with Gary on this one. Yeah, I gave a little pause for dramatic effect, but I'm going to uh, gonna match you on that one. Uh, I love that. Gonna follow up, go with with the baby eaters v two here. Uh, like you said, I think safer floor. Uh, Cordell Patterson just scores all the time. Uh, Derrick Henry's going to score thirty. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're winning by 50, if they're losing by 50, where they are yep. on the field, if he's subbed out. It doesn't matter. He's getting the ball. Yep. Uh, Josh Allen, pretty much the same. So right there, he's got 60 points. Um, yep. <laughs> I think there's, again, just enough pause on Vince's side. that We haven't seen the Chiefs click in a few weeks. Uh, so if, if Hill isn't scoring 17-plus, that makes it a little tougher oh, in this yeah. game. Um 
Kyle Pitts might crash back to earth a little bit against Carolina, much better defense than what they've faced the past couple weeks, although he does look really freaking good. Uh, and Cardinals defense at one point is not a great start when the Bucks get Jameis Winston. Um, there's a very real chance that Jameis is going to forget that he's on the Saints and just keep throwing back to the Bucks. There's That's just not past the realm of possibilities for him. Always possible. Yeah, you just you never know. So, uh, so yeah, I think uh, Gary's floor, a little higher. Uh, ceiling honestly might be higher too, uh, especially if Lockett has the game, which is certainly possible. Uh, we'll know within the first four catches. So, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, we we I got to roll Gary here. It's gonna be a good game for sure. Uh, I feel like I've had a lot of those games with Vince this season where I'm like, wow, this is gonna be a good one, but I can't quite pick him. And that trend is gonna keep up. So we're gonna we're gonna both sweep Gary here. A couple differences in the baby league though. Interesting to see. Definitely did. I, and what I do, I click on the team and I immediately scroll down. So I get persuaded by that projection. And then I look up after I give my projection. Mm. So I'm kind of upset that none of them were like the underdog, but it's fine. Fair. It happens. It is what it is. You've got a chance to pick some underdogs here in the uh, the man league, though. Uh, That's right. Starting out with the king of the underdogs, the Detroit Lions of Fantasy, Taylor Valdez, 0-7, playing against Derek uh, he's off to a, a, a semi-decent 26.26 start, uh, but alas, the double tight end lineup and Melvin Gordon is going to be the reason that I will be picking Derek in this one. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts as to maybe why Taylor has a shot? Maybe. Wow. Wow. I, I guess his shot would be with it having Williams and Zach Moss being a pretty good floor. Um, that's his probably a shot. I think Amari Cooper like being like the boom that he can be would help. But yeah, that's, that's going to be an uphill battle because Joe Burrow's finding his groove right now. He looks so he's good. Nuts. And he's got Jamar chase with him. It's unfair. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Fournette and Booker in the flex. In the flex, folks. Me in the flex. of Derek. Oh my. The team is good. What in the heck? Bro, his running backs are insane. Oh, they're just absolutely nasty. It's it's crazy. I was a pick away from Henderson, dude. That's insane. Oh, man. What? I loved Henderson oh, this year. I loved all – and I loved Henderson this he year. He was one pick, pick away because I was right next to Derek. He was one pick away, and he yep. picked them. I couldn't believe it. Yep. Yeah, that's – Derek's team's going to be crazy this week. I'm expecting a big game. Yeah, this team's just really freaking good. Projected 145, and that honestly feels a little low. It's, yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> this team is finding their groove. That two and five is is very quickly going to turn into a winning record. I just the team is nasty. Yeah, and you know what I'd say about Taylor? I think it, the, his best shot is this: make it Detroit Lions of fantasy. The Detroit, then, the Detroit Lions, folks. If you, if he does that, bro, I think he's going to make this because <laughs> his team isn't that bad. I just with. With Detroit, oh my goodness, he's doing the double tight end thing. Uh, the, Maybe the, the, Detroit Li- the Detroit Lions have employed a double tight end, and I feel like there's only, there's really nothing else more fitting of an 0 and seven record here. Yeah, that that's that's pretty rough. <laughs> it's it's not good. I mean, like, yeah. you can almost always like stumble into a victory. Like, wow, you didn't deserve that at all. Congratulations, you scored ninety one points, but somehow you got a win. Yep, Sean has like three of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that. But my gosh, 0-7, the Detroit Lions trotting out their double tight end sets. It's not good. <laughs> Got to be Derek oh, this week. Derek, Derek, Derek. Got to be Derek. That might be the highest swing in the league this week. Which is just like salt in the wound because you know Derek or you know Taylor's going to score like 101. <laughs> and Derek's going to be like, yeah, here's 170. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. That's insane. It's so funny that we just spend all this time like praising Derek's team and his team building. He doesn't listen to any of this and doesn't care at all. <laughs> no, that shows that we're not biased to who listens. Yeah, not at all. Like, <laughs> you, oh my, I think this Michigan State, I have the Michigan-Michigan State game on in the background here. I think the yeah. Michigan State guy did the Deshaun Jackson where he drops the ball before he gets into the end zone. And then on top of that, he slipped and fell in the end zone. It's just a calamity of errors. I just got a call. Did I? Did you anybody hear that? We did definitely hear that. Yeah, for I sure. hate that, dude. Because <laughs> I muted. Because I muted the phone, but I didn't mute the laptop. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, that's such a shame. You were that so is prepared terrible. for it too. That's a bummer. Oh my goodness. Let's take a look at Tyler and Sean. Two teams, a little bit of a struggle this year. Uh, Sean is kind of turned it around uh, Jalen Hurts continues to score 20 points per fourth quarter um, yeah Jonathan Taylor is just scoring a lot regardless of quarter Dalvin Cook is very good the rest of the team's kind of not but um, you know when you got those three it's working out for him so far and uh, Tyler would just be really praying for anyone healthy at this point uh, he is happily starting David Johnson, which should tell you a lot. Tony Pollard <laughs> is in the <laughs> is in the lineup. Alex Collins is in the lineup. Um, it's pretty bad over there. It's pretty bad. Uh, you look at the bench and you kind of shed a tear. Um, <laughs> see, I don't know what. What are you thinking? We got we got a nice little fifteen point two versus fifteen. <laughs> what are our thoughts on? I can't stop laughing. And actually, you know what? What's even sadder about this is the two guys who've scored 15. James Conner did it with 22 yards and two touchdowns. And then on Sean's side, he had Randall Cobb, who had 15 yards and two touchdowns. So, like, just objectively bad players doing kind of the Lord's work for these teams here. Um, I'm wiping tears away. <laughs> oh, my it's, goodness. It's, we should have actually just – we should have just made oh. this the game of the week. Screw all the other ones. This is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, this this isn't the most wild podcast because we were calling out everybody in the other one, but this is definitely the funniest one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my. This, this is You've been on a roll today. <laughs> Came at Matt, Sean, and now we're just going heavy in Tyler. I'm loving this. <laughs> And it's a bummer because it's not even Tyler's fault. Like, you look at the bench, like McCaffrey hurt, Carson hurt, Montgomery hurt, uh, Brady not playing, which is kind of stupid, but Brown hurt. Um, <laughs> like, God just looked at this man's team and said, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> he probably hasn't even signed in. He's probably like, forget it. God did not take Tyler in his, his fantasy week, so he just said, no. none of these dudes are going to play. <laughs> no. You're just, you're just done. And then Sean just like is happily employing Marlon Mack. <laughs> Welcome back to 2011, folks. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is on a fantasy bench. Uh, Naeem Hines, he just decided he wanted to get all the Colts running backs. He said, I don't need a bench. I just need all the Colts. He said, Deshaun Watson. I mean, we're holding oh, on to Deshaun no. Watson on the, on the bench over here. Oh, no. This is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about. There's nothing left to say about these two teams. 
Watson's on the bench. I might pick all a tie. Right. Um, <laughs> I just, what I think is the funniest part about all this is that Tyler's only 14 points away <laughs> in the projections. That's the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. That's genuinely pain. That's pain. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Sean might have this one. Uh, Dude, if he doesn't, it's like kind of like criminally <laughs> awful. <laughs> I think Sean has this one, but if it's a 14-point game, I think we demote both. <laughs> it's going to be like the like the Ickes Pact from last week. Yeah. Yeah, like you have to, otherwise you will be demoted. Like... <laughs> There should be one game per year where like you have to get demoted if you lose <laughs> each team. I feel like this – I haven't seen the show yet, but I feel like our fantasy league is like slowly like trending towards like the Hunger Games or, or Squid Game. Like we're I just so – like all of a sudden we have like these do or die weeks every week where it's like, yeah, if you want your spot, like you better win on Sunday. That's so all we have funny. to say. <laughs> yep. I, no, actually that, that's probably the best thing we could do really is just start making this – um, way too serious and just and like make, <laughs> we just like start taking money from <laughs> we don't actually what? tell anyone like it's it's a free league but also I just like have access to your direct deposit and I just start taking money out of your account <laughs> you have to set up your account before logging <laughs> yeah. into the league that's incredible you just like randomly lose points for losing a week or not points money you just straight up lose cash <laughs> straight up lose monetary value for losing <laughs> Everyone's like, how much did your league cost? Everyone's like, I have no idea. I just know that I walk out of the poor every season. Thousands of dollars I've lost in this league. (laughs) Why do you keep playing? Dude, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Can't stop. Oh, that's so funny. I can't stop. I started David Johnson. I lost $25 out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, man. That's good. We got to go off this. this, this, Just Sean. It's Sean. (laughs) Yeah, what a roller coaster this has been. I'll take Sean, too, and we'll just move on. Oh my goodness. Before, before things just start getting really wild here. Uh let's take a look at uh let's take a look at Clink and Ickus after I uh, thoroughly barbecued Clink to start the show. Sorry about it. Um <laughs> Do we think he's got a shot at winning this week or are we just gonna make this the crap on Clink episode? <laughs> oh man, I'm absolutely loving this. Look at Denver just against the Washington. That's not gonna help. Oh, <laughs> Here's the deal, though. Waddle did well when I said that he wasn't the other week. But he has Gaskin, Lockett, and Smith starting. And all of those could get a combined eight points. That's like maybe like a kind of best case scenario. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Just seeing that, I'm not really going to look any further. Like Gainwell is probably the only player that could benefit on the Eagles offense. So... He'll probably get like eight, but if he gets eight, that means Devonta Smith gets <laughs> literally zero. So I would think that I think we're gonna we're gonna bandage up Matt a little bit here, and we're gonna give him a uh, a win. I don't. I mean, Prescott, Kamara, and Harris could win him the, the league. He could win him the game. Yeah, for but sure. they have to score like maybe one thirty because I I think the rest of his team might get like ten. <laughs> Yeah, and Kamara against Tampa Bay is not that's not the week that you want to like Ooh, be no. begging for Kamara to score twenty five. No. So yeah, yeah. There's, there's just there's definitely too many spots on Ickes' team where you look and you kind of cringe. 
Um, he has three Miami players playing. This dude is all on the Tua offense. He is just all oh about my. it. He said Tua against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I want all. I want all the Dolphins. And they haven't projected the win. Uh, yeah. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just saw that. That's incredible. No, oh, no, no. my. ESPN saw the Cardinals defense score one point. And they said forever without slant boy, which by the way, incredible name. Um, <laughs> really great job on that one. Uh, but yeah, they said Cardinals uh, one point. They said forever without slant boy forever without a win as well. Um, <laughs> thankfully I'm not Matthew Barry. I'm taking clink. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Forget that. I think Mahomes gets, has a little bit of a get right game. I think Chubb, does well enough. And I think that's probably all he's going to need. Um, yep. And right there, even if the rest of the team doesn't really do that well, I, th- I think Gainwell is in a decent little spot. Um, yeah. Deontay Johnson should score like a solid 10. I think that's really all he yeah. needs. Then he'll be fine. And then, you know, if the Dolphins score 50 points, then we're all just going to laugh and talk about Ickes's win and how it'll never happen again. And there you go. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take all clinky here. That's right. Uh, so we've got a very good matchup on deck. This one should be a lot of fun. It's not the game of the week for reasons that you'll understand shortly. But we got Lee and Jake, and right off the bat, Jake at six and one is in some trouble. Kyler Murray only eight what? points. Matt Prater only three points. Uh, it, don't know why all of a sudden I froze his name, but Lee couldn't have gotten off to a better start here. Uh, despite Devontae Adams not playing, Aaron Jones with 23, Chase Edmonds with 15. Does Jake have a shot at a comeback here? I think he does, dude. I do. He has been phenomenal, even though, like, not not that I, like, I'm loving it, but, like, he's just been phenomenal through the thick and the thin. And, like, I've been trying to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, he could. I don't know if he can lose. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cooper Cup and Williams terrifies me on the other side because As Aaron Jones should, and yeah. Chase Evans already just blew up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be an uphill battle. But like Swift, we just heard that. He, we heard he's got his little groin deal. Elijah Mitchell, uh, it may, he's okay. He Evan does Ingram, nothing for me other than the fact that he plays on the Niners who just always score running back points regardless of who it is. Yeah, totally agree. But like Evan Ingram too, like uh, I think that Seals Jones is like a solid play, um, and and, and whew, Jake's team has just been insane. He has the Bengals defense, which we score huge. So really, if the Bengals score like twenty, then I mean that switches your defense with your quarterback right there, and then he's kind of back in it. So I'm gonna go crazy and go with Jake. I like I like the bold prediction. I'm not going to join you with it, but no. I do like it. Um, I mean, he's obviously got Henry and Mixon who have been on a tear. Uh, Debo Samuel has been good Great just matches. about every week, which is very un-Debo Samuel-like, but he's found a way to yep. do it. Uh, Mike Evans sucks against Marshawn Lattimore. It's just like a yes, historical guarantee. So, I mean... I forgot about that. Yeah, it's kind of like an interesting thing. I mean, I don't know, maybe... One of these times he busts out of it, but he just like kind of gets boxed. Marshawn Lattimore tries against like one person in the NFL, and it's Mike Evans. Um, yep. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The Bengals D definitely could make this one interesting. The Washington defense uh, doesn't guard receivers at all. So, it's, it's you know, Cortland Sutton could certainly have a big game there. But I just think, obviously, with Lee off to the quick start that he is, 
and still having Cooper Cup, Mike Williams, and DeAndre Swift left to go, I think that's just going to be a little too much. Yeah, it's a lot to that's a lot to go. And Evan Ingram's not a good player, but there's nobody there to catch the ball, and Kansas City doesn't really have anybody to play defense, so he just needs to like fall into the end zone one time, and and he's in. That's true. So I I can see that one happening. Uh, I'm gonna go Lee here. I don't think that Jake's out of it. I think most people, if they get their quarterback scoring eight points on Thursday night, you can pretty much not watch on Sunday. You're good to go. Um, yep. But I do think he's got a shot. But I got to still go to Lee. Yep. Yep. I like it. I yep. like it. Which takes us to the game of the week and is none other than the Showbiz Bowl. Me and you going at it, mm. brother on brother. Uh, projected uh, semi close. Definitely you favored, mostly because your team is uh, just a lot better than mine. Um, yeah, I'm not a whole lot more there. to say there. They're just better. <laughs> I would have to disagree with you there. I don't think they're better. I. The only reason why I'm going with my team is just because of the seven six. If 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 Hopkins doesn't just why did he grab the face mask? Okay, so is that what happened? Because I I didn't see it. I was watching Dune on Thursday night, so I, I didn't watch the game until like the very end of the the fourth quarter. Dune's really long, really good. Highly recommend everyone go see it. But wow, yeah, I'm long, I missed that. like the whole game. Uh, let me know when I'm you go because I will go again. I loved it. Okay, um, I'm gonna see that. Yeah, it's freaking stellar. Um, Love that. But anyway, yeah, I like yeah. see this play being shown over and over and again where DeAndre Hopkins just absolutely bullies whatever the heck cornerback he was on, catches the ball and like runs into what looked like a long touchdown, but I don't see a long touchdown in my points. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> confused. Yeah, he, he made a, a, what I thought was just the dumbest defensive play ever, but I think it was the smartest play by DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, people can back me up. I only watched one of it. So if they have things to say go ahead but i think Hopkins, is it the one where he faked going up he faked going up for yeah catch, right yeah he it was freaking sick it was coming in and then the defender just turned and he lost him right then he goes up catches the ball he's running and then goes the and, and like it looks like he scores yeah he like the defender catches up to him finally and like i'm pretty sure hopkins like maybe he wouldn't have scored but like if he just kind of like like really like holds down the ball like a running back would and just like kind of runs another five yards. I don't know how the defender would have grabbed him and thrown him backwards because he, he would have had to attack him from behind. So he would have fallen. So instead, Hopkins then turns and like just he doesn't stiff arm his face. He just grabs his mask and pulls him down. Oh, and yeah, I was like, you just got to push it. You just got to push it. Like, really weird. I think that if the guy had a visor, he wouldn't have, it wouldn't have happened to him. And maybe that's what Hopkins was thinking. But he didn't have a visor, and so his hand went right through the cage. But instead of like pulling back, he just grabbed it, and so they they called it. And I I think with that score, I would see this game going a little differently. The only thing is, I think Keenan Allen has a really good chance of putting up seven point six. So I think that puts <laughs> you right back in it. But until that happens, I'm just gonna take my squad, and then if I see that Keenan Allen gets six seven point six or less, then I'm gonna be terrified. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I'm certainly hoping for it. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad you gave me the – because I watched the whole play and I was very confused and I just never saw why he didn't have a touchdown. I just figured right. holding or something. Um, didn't realize that he, uh, you know, took the man's dignity and then tried to kill him as well. Uh, so that's, that's a shame. Yeah, DeAndre, you don't have to be such a bully. Just score. Just score. Just score, dog. And <laughs> he, like, he did. To be. 
Which, like, yeah, he did do, but... The guy would have never... I don't think he would have tackled him. Maybe he could have pushed him. Like, I don't... As long as you just kind of, like, put your hand out, I don't think he's getting him. Yeah, he's not an easy guy to bring down. No. Like, he's a big boy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he didn't need to do it. But, I mean, I definitely have a couple favorable matchups. I mean, Teddy Two Gloves is not, like, the guy that you want in there, but against Washington, that you can't ask for much better. Uh, James Robinson should carve up Seattle. Uh, Chubba Hubba against Atlanta should be nice. Uh, I would feel a little more confident if I could have one of Tony or Judy in instead of Jones, but unfortunately they're both just a little too gimpy, and I'm not – with Hopkins already not being great, I can't take the chance on one of them playing and then leaving in the first quarter. So right, I, I have to have to leave Jones in for another week, which it could work. He just needs a touchdown. If he doesn't score a touchdown, it's going to be yep. bad. So I, there's just there's a little bit of up in the air for my squad that I'm I'm not a huge fan of, and uh, because of that, I have to take your team, especially with that Josh Allen floor, uh, Travis Kelsey floor, Ceedee Lamb floor. Uh, that's Cordero Patterson floor. That's not a statement I thought I'd be saying in 2021, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think that if, if Jackson's playing, then then everything turns different because Jackson could get thirty. But like Teddy Bridgewater is definitely not a bad play. I just don't know if he could score more than thirty. He's, yeah, he's and, just not going to break past like twenty eight. Like if I'm getting twenty five no. from, like I'm stoked and like I'm fine with that because it's you know yeah. a backup quarterback on on a bye week. Thankfully, those are mostly 100%. over for me after this week. So like I'm fine with twenty five, but like it's just a rough week to go against Josh Allen. Yeah. Against the Miami defense. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Less than thrilled about that, but it is what it is. I got to take you in this one. Uh, Sounds like you are as well. Um, But it should be a good game regardless. Thankfully, you know, I I have a lineup this week, so there's actually something to watch. Uh, That's right. Rooting on Rashad Penny and and, uh, ghost tight end. But, uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for, for what we got this week. Uh, we're coming in a little shorter thanks to no recaps, but still a good time. Thanks for being on. Uh, I'm excited for, for week eight here as we start getting into some of these important weeks for actually we got an extra week. We still got a long season left. Love it. But Love uh, it. we're ready to go. Sign us off. All right, man. You know what it is. You know what That's it is. So good. Later. <laughs>